I'm Nikki. And I'm Natalie. And we got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the going so hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT. Ready, say go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Yeah, SLT Nation. Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right. We're talking about rising stars who are doing amazing things and accomplishing big dreams. And oh, wait, it is a family affair today. I want to call it a nominations video because y'all see it. Now nah, your mind ain't playing tricks on you. We got two of the dopest volleyball coaches across the coast the coast the globe they in the building with us today so we're gonna call us an slt special can we do that kt this is a you got next special it's 202 me and kev versus nikki cannon below me and natalie burton on the left side of me how y'all doing today Great. How are you? Yeah, y'all can see it. The sun's still blinging on her. You know what I'm saying? Now, now we got one in California. We got you in California, Nikki, and we got you in Colorado. So y'all, y'all, y'all looked out for them out there because we got some big things coming your way. Buckle up. This is about to be an amazing episode. I am your host, the mouth of the South, B. Jones, Mr. Yeet himself. And I want to represent for my partner in crime, my brother from another mother, the head coach. And Kevin, I don't uh, that head coach title kind of sketchy today. I don't I'm head basketball coach. How about we just stick it with that? Uh, Kevin, how you doing, man? I was doing well until you just said that, man. Okay, I know that they're head coaches. They're probably better than me <laughs> in coaching, but you have to put me on blast like that, man. I love you, brother. I love you, man. You still, you still Kobe. You still Kobe. I'm Shaq. We still gonna do that. Okay, we I'll take that. As long as you don't do that, right, Pippen Jordan crap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pippen, oh yeah. Right, you you stop. And then you did just mention that this is a nomination. So, yes, certain Brian, her husband, actually nominated. That's right. And that was a dope episode. Y'all go back and check that out. He, yeah, he but you know, they can't just check, they gotta check that one out as well as Jason's. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. This, I told y'all this yeah, was a family yeah. affair. Well, we yeah. tell y'all y'all became a part of the family because Kevin and I, we don't do fans. We don't do <laughs> followers. We only do family members around there. We were dead serious. That is about Hey, check this out. Before we get into this episode, we do got to ask you a small little favor. And this is your invitation to become part of our family. On the count of three and Sports Life Talk, you got an extradition. We need all of our new family members out there from coast to coast, volleyball fans alike, to smash that subscribe button ladies are they, are they ready you get squad they squad up they ready they're ready gonna rise ready. up here we go one two three Ooh. welcome 
to the Sports Life Talk family. I am your new play cousin. All right, well, check this out. If, if you welcome to the family, first and foremost, I promise y'all, we appreciate y'all for making us a part of y'all lives. Kevin and I, we work hard to get you these amazing guests to tell you these stories. So listen, share this story with some more people. But hey, and we got over 200 episodes of stories. Probably won't be as creative as today, right? I think this is history. We're bringing some twins in the building. But I promise you, we got some stuff that'll entertain you. But uh, Kevin, I don't know how you're going to do this, sir. But it is that time for the Sports Life Talk initiation. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for putting me on the spot. Well, B. Jones, before we go into the initiation, I do want to have a little confession, okay? Okay. Okay, and Usher. Ask, and these are my... Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you can ask my wife this too, B. Jones. But you okay. say, oh, you're making this up. Growing up, I always wanted twins, girls, and I wanted to be like <laughs> Hoopers. So this is probably the closest I'm get to it. But y'all play volleyball. <laughs> All right. So to initiate y'all into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. And Natalie, we will start with you. Ooh, okay. So I feel like people are gonna clown me because it's like I pulled these off my iPod from you know the '90s, uh, but. Definitely my number one is my girl Alicia Keys because okay. I just love her. Classic. Um, of course, Beyonce. Gotta get my just drop something new too. A little, a little fresh on the brain. Okay. Yeah. Um, her man, Jay Z. I also rocked big time with him back in the day. Wow. Uh, and then, again, I'm old school. So, Common. That was another mm. one of my faves. Uh, and then I'm more into. Uh, some more like Christian music now. Maverick City is definitely one of my top. Yes, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing something special for the people that say Maverick City, Kevin. Yeah, because right. that is some good music, that's man. Like, that's the like fifth person, do, right? What the fifth person? I mean, we so might be almost close to seven or eight, man. Maverick City gets some love on this show. Chandler Moore, holler yeah. at your boy. All yeah, right. Jones, you can't really count either, so I can't trust you. All right, Nikki, so give us your top five music. Okay, so look, I go straight up. I'm old school. I go Pandora all day, okay? So I go by like <laughs> my Pandora stations, my top five Pandora stations, because I just okay. music, and I am literally all over the place. So I got... Anthony Hamilton Radio, need that, get my, my soul filled, right? I love T Pain. Gotta get my T Pain radio. Right? Okay. And then Jennifer Nettles. I do love old school country music. Okay. okay. I was about to say, I ain't never heard of Jennifer Nettles. I was about to say. <laughs> Back in the day. Okay. She was okay. For Sugarland, just oh, she mm. oh, Sugarland. I've heard of Sugarland. I heard of Sugarland. Okay, okay, for Sugarland, yeah. Um, J Bug, you know, when you're out on the beach and you're just jamming, it's like brings you back to Hawaii, just chilling. So, I got my J Bug radio. I um, never heard of J Bug, neither. That's a new one to the show. <laughs> like, J, uh, tell us, like, hey, kind of feels okay. I'm about to check out and some J Bug. I got Danze Koduro. So you got now, that. Now, Nikki, you know. You know we ain't even know who yeah. <laughs> I can't even repeat that name without like being disrespectful. Show, like good vibes, just like you know. I like the way you move to it though. You show hey, you did you did your thing. Yeah. I mean when that song comes on, when he any of his, his songs come on, you just like start. Yeah, all right. 
Now you know your players looking at this, so I can already tell you you are fun at practice because your players about you right now. That's Coach Nicky. That's Coach. That's Coach Nicky, y'all. Practice. I run the playlist. So, yeah. So, B. Jones, we got to give them give them five, man. Give them five. You want to give them five, KT? Give them five. There it is. Yeah. I, I really, I, I really want to ask my super. We should have gave him ten because it's times two. Everything we do in this episode is yeah. multiplied. Yeah. We got an X to, X two on this. I thought about that too, man. But like I said, you can't really count and pass eight. I didn't want you to get confused. So now, y'all, now y'all see, y- now y'all see why I call him Pippin, right? Now y'all see where I come from because I mean, he, hey, he come at you, boy. He my brother, you know. what I'm saying I love him, but that's we roast, we family. Yeah. <laughs> B. John, but I want to ask my superhero question. I'm going to keep it to the sports team. So, uh, okay, Nick, let's go. Give us your favorite sports teams. Favorite sports teams? Um, UC Riverside. Of right course, here. yes. <laughs> Got a yeah. shout out. This, this way on the camera. Got a shout out. Fossil Ridge. I'm a fan. Got a, got a, <laughs> yep. <Rupert. laughs> I am Lakers all day. I'm Angel Nation. Baseball? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Orange County. I got like my, my Lakers. I got the Angels. Okay, okay. Yeah, every, everything South LA. Everything yeah. South California. So, okay. Yes. Represent. What's Charlotte? Okay. Old school. I was a huge Baltimore Ravens fan because I was, you know, Ray Lewis fan. Just everything about him was like everything I ever wanted to be as an athlete. But then I married into a Niner fan, so I'm also a huge Niner fan now. So. It's my five. I, I can respect the Niners. I can respect the Niners and the Ravens. Those, those, they, hey, both of those teams should make some noise this year. So you're gonna have a good, a good year. I don't know about them Lakers though. That, you know, that, that nursing home they call the Lakers. You know, yeah, yeah, they just paid LeBron like forty million to be forty years old, like a million for every year of age you get. <laughs> that's that's the new Lakers <laughs> contracts. I need yeah, that. But they know- they know he gonna show up in shape. They'll be Jones and do his thing. Yeah, so no, LeBron the truth. LeBron the truth. Yeah. All right, Natalie. Yeah. Um. Well, not to jump on Nikki's back, but of course, UC Riverside. Um. Definitely one of my tops. Fossil Ridge Volleyball High School. Uh. Got to represent. But diehard Laker fan. From the greatest years to the worst. Still a Laker fan. Named my youngest child Kobe after the late and great, of course. Um, yeah, so diehard Dodger fan because that's how we grew up in LA. Total Dodger fan. Um, yeah, and then football, I would say, I don't know, we grew up a Rams fan and we're sad when they left and excited for them to be back. So go Rams. I ain't got nothing to do with the fact that they just won a uh, Super Bowl, huh? I mean, you know, just a little bit. (laughs) Did we not grow up a Rams fan? It just happened to be a great year last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At home, at home, and you just happened to train. Hmm. What? I said you to jump ship from the teams that we grew up with. All of a sudden, now she's a Angels, a Ravens fan. Yeah, I did. I did tell my husband when Ray Lewis retires, I okay. will hop over to the Niners. And in true fashion, 
they beat the Niners in the Super Bowl and then he retired. Like, how perfect was that? <laughs> wow. it, it almost kind of gave you permission. It was almost like, I can't, I can't get more permission than that. We won a Super Bowl uh, over your team. Yeah, right, I, I can respect that. The opposite of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant goes and loses to the team and then he wants to go join them. So, yeah, you know, it would have been different if you were the Niners fan and you lost and then joined the Ravens. I can respect exactly. that. Yeah. That was the Beyonce Super Bowl too, wasn't it? Shut it Whenever down. Was, yeah. Was, um, Where was it, Kevin? What, what city was it in? That's not important. So on behalf of the SRT Nation, want to welcome both of y'all to our family. So B. Jones, go ahead. It was in New Orleans. Go ahead and take New it. New Orleans, Louisiana. Put your L's up. All right, well, y'all, we already having a good time, so I don't need to reintroduce them. Nikki, Natalie, welcome to the show. Y'all are part of our family now. Let's talk some volleyball. And I'm, let's talk, you know what? I, I got to get in y'all business a little bit because because Natalie said that we didn't grow up like that. So t- tell me what it was like because y'all twins, I need to, I need to know some dirt i need to know did you know did how the boys scene was and what was y'all switching our classes like on moving with richard Pryor? Y'all, i don't know yeah. y'all ever seen that movie yeah. or not did y'all have some fun being twins tell us a little bit about growing up out there yeah we definitely did um we did everything people always want to know we switched classes we tricked boys um one guy got really really upset so we stopped doing it after that <laughs> Middle, junior high. <laughs> yeah, shout out, apology for that. My bad. Yeah, or Parkview Little League Field. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. Um, <laughs> watching this episode right now, MVP. She ain't have to do me like that. She ain't have to do me like that. <laughs> we like change our hoodie and be like, okay, this is what we talked about last. So now ask him about this and like, okay, tag team, go. Um, no, yeah, now, no, now this is. Fun. Go ahead. Now, uh, uh, we all assume, we just assume that twins are, you know, you've seen the thing like twins can feel pain from the other one. And like, are y'all truly best friends? Because that, that, that's the image I get. Like just vibing with y'all for 15 minutes. I kind of feel like this thing is, like, I, I would love to hang out because I know y'all have a good time. Y'all probably roasting and talking sports, talking trash. So like y- y'all got a certain little chemistry about yourselves. Is that is that kind of how it's been all the way from, from day one? Y'all day one? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because even as babies, like we had two cribs side by side and we would literally like climb over into the other one's crib, like college, shared, we shared an apartment, we pushed our bunk beds together so we could like, you know, it was, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, I go visit her in Colorado. She sends Brian to the basement so I can snuggle with her. Ah, hey, shout out Brian, man. You a good man. So, so, so now. Now I, I can tell y'all separate, you know, yin and yang. So who, who's ideal? How did y'all both fall in love with volleyball? Yeah. Um, in, I mean, we both played in high school and absolutely loved it. Played for a really great, like top in the state high school. Um, I went off to play volleyball and softball in college up at Colgate. And Nikki was like a diehard softball. She was a pitcher uh, in softball. And so she went to play at Marist and we told each other, okay, we're going to, pick colleges based on where we want to go. We're not going to pick it on each other. So we did that. But um, yeah, she ended up coming over to Colgate. But as a pitcher, she wasn't able to play two sports just because the demands for it. But um, I was coaching college at Midwestern State at the time, and I was about to start up a volleyball club. And Nikki and her husband conveniently didn't have anything going on. So I was like, well, come out to Texas, stay with me. 
and let's start this club together. And she came out and lived with me and we got this club going. It was called Ziva. We ran for 10 years and we sent some teams to nationals. We sent so many kids, like over 50 kids to college uh, to play volleyball. And yeah, really from there, she just took off with it and kind of has been coaching ever since. Now look at her. That had to kind of be fun, right? You don't you don't get to live with your, your adult siblings for a lot, so that was pretty cool. And then to work on the on the same type of venture. Mm-hmm. Now, now let's let's talk a little bit about the plan. I hate to, I hate to create a sibling rivalry, but, but who, who's the better volleyball player? Let's let's have it. I mean, Daddy definitely was. Daddy really, was. I like see Nikki. Nikki said that yeah. quick. Now, Kevin, it's your turn. Now, who's if we were to I mean, I was a pitcher. I was definitely more important. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Softball. Hey, well, well I, I think that's pre- Yeah, you'll take it, huh? Yep. Now, uh, what, what were your strengths on the court, though? When you did play volleyball, Nikki, what were your strengths? Oh, I was just super scrappy. Like, even in softball, being a pitcher, when I wasn't pitching, I was on third base, like hot corner, you know? So yeah. I would do whatever I had to do to get the ball up. I was just super scrappy defensively, like relentless pursuits. I just, I was a monster back there. So. What about you, Natalie? Um, well, I was fortunate enough to when I started college that the libero rule came into action. So if you're familiar at all with the positions in volleyball, there's a libero who is the defensive specialist and they wear like the different color jersey and mm-hmm. they stay in the yes. back row. So yeah, they, that's what I did in college. Um, yeah. Make sure the ball didn't hit the ground. Basically queen of the D. All right. Yeah. So, so, so what's what's kind of unique is so now we got UC Riverside. What what you represent hardcore, and then you on the other side of this have kind of like a program, right, to where you're still helping those high school kids. Kind of, kind of tell me where we are on the volleyball map right now. We'll start with you, Natalie. Uh, yeah, I you know I coached in college for 12 years. Um, I was a head coach for five of them, and when I got out, mostly for family because Brian was also a college coach. That's right. All over the country, I figured we should probably live in the same time zone since we were married and had a kid at the time. But um, yeah, now we have a company together called Uprise Athletics Group. So he does the basketball side, I do the volleyball side, and uh, we basically do development. So we help kids uh, train, uh, camps, clinics, academies. Um, and then we do consulting, so helping kids find places to go play, uh, helping college programs, helping other high school programs with like their culture and just setting up their systems and running their teams for the season. Um, and then we also do events, so leagues, tournaments, um, all kinds of stuff. So, and then I also coach do, at high school. <laughs> and that's Fossil Ridge, right? Yeah, Fossil Ridge. <laughs> now, I kind of assumed that when Fossil Ridge was the, yeah. the team. Shout out Fossil Ridge. So now, so now, as far as the development side of this and helping these young ladies, do you do, do, you do just female or do you do men, uh, men and female? Yeah, we actually just started doing some boys stuff this spring. Okay. Um, you know, boys volleyball is not that popular. It's not at all. That, that, that was my lead up question. Yeah, where we grew up in California, it was huge. Um, you know, I think our high school was like, we were known for boys volleyball way before football. Uh, but it's not like that in most places. So they're just starting to develop it out here in Colorado. So kind of just jumping on that. We did some clinics. We did some boys leagues this spring and the summer. So, yeah. But, you know, my true heart and passion is to empower young women and, you know, there help them 
space and use sports as that vessel. So, have, have you seen more opportunities for females in volleyball, especially with like new rules like NIL? Is that is that allowing more revenue to be funneled to the sport and to to make this more enticing to to young ladies? Are you seeing any kind of difference in the last couple of years? It's. I think it's. It's always nice to allow these athletes the opportunity to earn more money on the side if they if they can. You know, and, and I especially volleyball. Like volleyball players, they just. I mean, they're professionals at social media before they're professionals at volleyball. So if they can get the opportunity to like get seen and get sponsors, like all about it. I think it's been great. But I will say, as far as more opportunities, I think there's been more opportunities for women and minority women as coaches mm. in volleyball lately. I think that is growing, which is great because it was a sport, a women's sport that was run mostly by men. Right. Men, men want to tell women what to do like they always do. It's, it's crazy, ain't it? Like so, so, so let's switch the gears because we talked about you taking them up, developing them, sort of the amateur side of this thing and how you guys are grooming them. But now, Nikki, you got the full plate, right? You playing in a, in a college schedule. You got to go through the, the, the Jimmy's and Joe's side of this. So you actually have to recruit to get talent. And I know UC Riverside is, is gorgeous, but I mean, that's still, a, that's still a beast, right? That's a, that's a burden that you got to carry so tell us what has that transition been like from you going from club ball to now going to a you know a college team and in, in, in the dynamics yeah I mean you know the transition from because even so after even after club I was when I moved back to California I was at Cypress College which is a juco and so you know grinding it out in the juco world it's it's fun and it was a great opportunity to learn recruiting hardcore because you have to recruit non-stop you know, you got these kids for one, maybe two years max, obviously, and it's just the turnover so fast. So that really helped a lot. And then, um, you know, getting to the, the Division One level, the Big West Conference, it's it's amazing to be at a UC because the academics sell itself, you know, and, and volleyball players are pretty smart kids for the most part. And so, you know, it's it's a great recruiting tool to talk about the UC system, the academics, the alumni network, all of that. Um, but we're also recruiting against UC Irvine and UC San Diego and UC Santa Barbara and like really good UCs that are not Riverside, you know, they're like on the beach. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really just showcasing our culture and what we're about, you know, and just, you know, like Natalie said, just here to empower these young women through sport to create the best student athlete experience possible, you know, and really feel like you're building something and leaving a legacy behind. Um, and especially like as we're in this, you know, really growing and building phase, you know, at UC Riverside, my first year here, coming into a program with only six returners, you know, and getting to build it back up to um, something that Riverside can be proud of. And so I'm just out there grinding, finding young women who want to be a part of building that. Well, I'm so glad you talked about the POC aspect of this, this, because I, I personally, I, I think that we don't have enough exposure in, in sports like volleyball, especially coming up, you know, from the hood. I, I'm sorry if that's, you know, I don't want to offend nobody, but you know, I'm from, I'm from the hood. Kevin, he made fun of my state earlier today, but I got to give Kevin props on this and I'm, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop down and give my brother some, some love. I go for him all the time, but Kevin has made it his mantra. He has made his, his every mission to get uh, African-American coaches, feed 
female coaches. It really don't matter the color, but he wants to give exposure to the female sports out there. So, so yeah. where do y'all see? Like, what do, what needs to happen? What needs to happen? Because my daughter, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, she's about six feet tall. And, I mean, I remember those volleyball tryouts, and I, I went out in the backyard and tried to work on her. I said, baby, she's going to have to pick up a trumpet or something because uh, this ain't, <laughs> ain't going to work. she got to get this scholarship money another way. But yeah. uh, but what do y'all think needs to happen to help these young ladies to get to, to make the sport more attractive in the fourth, yes. fifth, sixth grade so y'all can get more, you know, POCs and young African-American women playing the sport? No, I mean, yeah. honestly, it is such a a thing in volleyball that in the past, it has not been a lot of minorities playing volleyball. I mean, it is a privileged sport. It's very expensive and you're not going to get a lot of families and, and kids from inner cities or like you say, the hood to come out and play because they can't afford it. It's just extremely expensive. And so, you know, finding opportunities to get scholarship for club is one way but i think also even just being able to see themselves in the sport so like for me i think it's extremely important to have women of representation so my assistant coach is a phenomenal human being ariel edward she's from texas she's a black female was an amazing volleyball player but i recruit a lot of black female, like black student athletes so i want to make sure that my players have somebody that they can see and relate to and feel like, yes, this is my sport. You know, mm. it has been such a white male dominated coaching field that it's intimidating for minority girls to be like, do I belong here? You know, and so to be able to, you know, hire more minority women to come in to be coaches, it gives the, it gives these, you know, minority young girls just that, like, I do belong in the sport. What about yeah, you, Natalie? Yeah, I mean, feeding off of that, that's why we played softball club growing up. We wanted to play volleyball. We all had the skill to do it, but there was no way my family could afford for us to play club volleyball because, and even, you know, you get a scholarship through a club, you're still talking about the travel, I mean, hotels, and I mean, it's insane, and, it, and the season never stops. So, I mean, it's so much. I think really what we just need to do more of, and it's what we're able to do a little bit more with Uprise, is go in and start introducing the sport to these kids when they're younger because I mean they don't even know it exists really until seventh grade because even at sixth grade in a lot of places they still don't have volleyball so now you're a seventh grader and you're just now being introduced to it unless you were doing club and again those kids are not playing club so you know how do we go in and start just making it fun and introducing what it is at the age of three and four like soccer and basketball camps you know um yeah this summer was probably my first time doing three-year-olds and uh <laughs> i mean i had so many young kids and the thing is too is just creating the opportunity you know scholarshiping them if they can't afford it like i'm never turning a kid down because of money um you just want to give them the opportunity but you gotta we just have to do it at a younger age so they have a chance to to learn it to fall in love with it you know, um, to grow that passion before it's finally introduced in schools at seventh grade. It's just so late. Now, how technical of a sport is volleyball? I mean, in your own opinion, I mean, be, let's just be real. Is it is it hard to play? Because I've had a, some trouble hitting that ball and getting it to go where I want to go. And I, I, I mean, I gave him some hell on the beach every once in a while. But man, <laughs> that thing, that thing is moving. I mean, is it a very technical sport? I mean, it is. Like 
for it. But you find you yeah. find your great at. And I think the fun thing about learning volleyball at a young age, like I have two daughters. Um, they both started, we started messing around with volleyball and just learning fun fundamentals that make it fun. Like, all right, puppet arms. Okay. One, two, three, you know, or like, oh, setting like Supergirl finish. And all those fundamentals are things I still talk to my college players about. Hey, feed their hands up early. Let's go. Follow through. Yes. Okay. Right. Not super- you just call it something different. Yeah, it's like it ain't Supergirl no more. <laughs> you better do it, or you finna be over here on this bench, Clarice. So, <laughs> but it's like there's so many fun ways to start learning it, and like the important parts of the game, the technical parts that they can totally comprehend at you know three to five years old. All right. Well, yeah. my last question about volleyball, and then and then I'll let Kevin ask a couple of questions here. Is we talk to a lot of basketball coaches, and one of the things I'm a football guy. And if you know football, when you're being recruited for football, they say, oh, he's a dual sport guy, right? He plays he plays football during the fall. He plays basketball during the, during the winter. He plays baseball during the spring. And then he runs track for the rest of the year, right? And you just got on here and said you couldn't go to a university and be a pitcher and, and, and continue to play the sport you love. So is, is that a dynamic that needs to be addressed? I mean, is that, do, do, are females given the opportunity to be multiple sport athletes? And Because I'm just thinking, like, I always ask myself, what does it take for basketball, female basketball? And I, I don't feel like female basketball get the best female basketball players. But I can see some dogs playing volleyball that would do amazing in basketball. And I ain't seen some yeah. point guards that would be amazing volleyball players, right? Do y'all feel like that's an issue? Is there any translation there? Yeah, I mean, I'm so big on multi-sport athletes, especially growing up. The thing that's really tragic right now that's happening is these clubs are taking over these kids' lives at such young ages and telling them, like, no, you can't play other sports. You have to just specialize in volleyball. And it's not helping the athlete. I mean, just the, the athletic movements and the agility and injury prevention of playing multiple sports. I mean, it's just so much overuse if you just do the same one over and over. Um, You know, playing at the college level, you know, we play division one, so it's obviously a different commitment level. Volleyball and softball happen to be like opposite opposite seasons. So that helps. Uh, Volleyball, basketball has that crossover, you know, you're in volleyball playoffs and basketball preseason. And, you know, I had an athlete in college at a division two who, tried to do that and it just you know unless you really have coaches who are on board for it which I support it 100% obviously because I did it I think it's just you know we get to share the best athletes why why would you not Um, you know that's my opinion on it but I definitely want to encourage and support more of the girls as they're growing up through middle school through high school especially like play all the sports let these kids play let their bodies develop like yeah yeah, hundred percent. If you can tell when you get a volleyball player who's played soccer or basketball or done track, you know you can totally tell. And then the ones who have done volleyball their whole life, and you're like, hmm, let's. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like you can definitely tell. All for it. I mean, I have a, a player I'm trying to recruit right now who wants to do track, and I'm like. Let's 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 talk about it. Let me go get the track coaches. We gonna share the scholarship. How we gonna how we gonna work this? <laughs> but it's like I mean, she touches like ten too. So yeah, of course I'm gonna let you be a jumper for track. You know? Yes. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it does. It, it is a lot. Division one. It's a big commitment. But you know, if 
the athlete has been doing it their whole life. It's nothing new to them, you know? All right. Well, Kevin, I got one more question. I'm sorry, Kevin. I told you I was going to give it to you. I got one more question. Because I know right now, I know I know it's somebody out there who had a, who got a daughter like myself and they like, man, I should have shared this message with somebody and you better do it right now. But I want to know what type of coaches y'all are. Because I can tell Nikki, I'm like, okay, I, I could go in there and get trained under Nikki. You know, she could teach me a thing or two. But now they kind of got that little eye like, hey, hey, don't come into my practice two minutes late. You're going to be running these lines. So I need to know what type of coaches we're dealing with right now. Just in case a young lady watching this and they want to go to UC Riverside or they they want to become part of the uprise family well you know what yeah. T- tell us a little bit about the, the 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 ladies behind the curtain right when it's just practice going on uh, yeah love- go go ahead <laughs> Look, they both uh, Kevin yeah. <laughs> no i mean I, yeah we've always kind of said nikki's like the bubbly like <laughs> hey world to everybody but um i'm a little bit more reserved uh, in the gym, I definitely have a big personality. I am highly demanding and truly. Uh, <laughs> hey, two hundred episodes, y'all! I've done this before. I knew it. I knew that was a coach. You know, you don't want to mess around. You better be on it. Pull yeah, your but you up. know what? Like, I love these kids. I'm one hundred percent. Like, what can I do to serve them to bring out the best in them? And you know, a lot of that, like the empowerment, comes from like putting the challenges and not giving into it and like allowing them to fight through it and fight through the failure after failure, because mm. you know when you can stay hard on them and you, you make that, you know, you, you draw the line in the sand, like this is what's required and they overcome it. They achieve it. I mean, it's just such an empowering thing for young women to be like, I never thought I was going to make it and you didn't budge on it. And I did it now, you know, and it's like, imagine what else you're going to be able to do. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'm, I don't know that I would say more stern or whatever. I don't know what it is about me. My players are always scared of me. <laughs> I think I'm really approachable. Um, and maybe it's less scary in one-on-ones or maybe that's more scary. I, I honestly, I don't know. I've been trying to figure this one out. So maybe you guys can let me know. Maybe Nikki <laughs> smiles more. She uses more hands. I don't <laughs> I She's super girl. That. That's why she uses a super girl technique the whole time. <laughs> I got to start. No, I literally, uh, my last year we had a team. It was just, we were scared of everything. And I had to, I got all the kids together and I was like, what are you guys scared of? And one girl just blurted out, you. (laughs) 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 Y'all heard everybody. She's right. You need to be scared of me. Now let's go out and win this game. No, I mean, I love these girls. I would do anything for them. I would move mountains for them. I mean, Whatever I could do to see them succeed and reach their dreams, like I'm their biggest cheerleader. I definitely am demanding, but like I am also celebrating them with twice the excitement and energy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> maybe it just takes a little bit more time to get warmed up to me. <laughs> For sure. What about you, Nikki? So clearly, you can tell I'm the nice twin. She's the not the yin and the yang, <laughs> the, the angel and the, and the demon. Um, no but I am I am shout the praises drive by the critiques Um, you know my biggest thing especially just being at this level right now like these young women the transfer portal the way that division one volleyball has kind of turned into such a transactional thing like these young women feel it you know they they can feel when 
you know, the pressure's on the coach and I need you to win so I can keep my job, you know, and they just feel that they're so transactional and it's not um, the connection and the, um, the relationship, you know, that they don't truly authentically really care about them. And so for me, I am a, I am a true definition of a cancer. I am a motherly instinct connector. I want to bring the best out of you. I see inside your soul. I want to connect with you. Um, the players who don't connect with me right away, like the Virgos, we know it takes some time, but it's okay. I I'm, a, I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. And I, I want to, I, all y'all Virgos out there, y'all go play for Coach Nikki. Y'all quit playing. <laughs> Yeah. Stop overthinking it. <laughs> Let me in. Um, but I, I am definitely uh, all about the process, you know. And I don't do a whole lot of like, "What are you doing?" Or nothing. I just, eh, boop, nope. We need to be better about this. This start back at zero. Let's go. You know. And so um, I'm very clear, you know, in practice with uh, my intention and why we do what we do and. You know, when we got to break it down, but hey, when it's game time and we're playing for real, I have a lot of fun. I mean, I get excited. It's volleyball. It's an exciting sport. It's a game. It's a game, period. At the end of the day, it is all a game for our fun, for our entertainment, to, to right. build character, to build morale, to just build teams, to bring a nation together. It is a game, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all stop fighting at the 49er and the Rams games, please. <laughs> and you know, I will say this. I will say this. One of my mentors, Mick Haley. He said, if you find yourself coaching a lot in a game, you didn't do your job in practice. Ooh. So, now, that's that's over all sports. Mm -hmm. That's over tiddlywinks. If, it don't matter what it is. If you're in the game, you're trying to coach now, you waited too late. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, B. John, can I ask my one question? So you oh, I still got more questions, but you can have it, bro. You can have it, man. Good mm -hmm. Lord. Okay. So, uh, Natalie, when I was saying earlier I wanted to go to the store, we heard a story on the show with Brian about a, a Diet Coke. <laughs> so can you tell us the real story on how y'all got together? Yeah. Um, so I was an assistant coach at Midwestern State. Brian was an assistant at Abilene Christian, which back in the day, they used to be in the same conference. So I we were there playing a volleyball match, and it was warm-up. And like every pregame, I had to go find my pregame caffeine fix. So I'm wandering the hallways and this, he just happens to be the only person in the hallway. So I ask him if there's a Coke machine. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, let me just, just follow me. And he takes me all around the building and he's like, well, maybe there's not one in this building. I know there's one in this other building. So he takes me across like the street to another building and he's like trying to get in and he can't get in and I'm like, do you even work here? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I'm new. I don't know my keys, whatever. So I'm like, are you a player? Um, yeah, and so I, I get to point, I'm like, hey, I gotta get back. Like, we're about to start the game. Like, you know, everyone's wondering where the coach is at. So I, I rush back, we do our warm up. I get back to the sideline and one of my players is like, hey coach, this guy uh, left a diet Pepsi on the sideline for you. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. I mean, it's Pepsi. I'm not really a Pepsi girl, but, you know, the thought that counts. So, Y'all stop drinking Pepsi. I don't care if we just lost a, a Super Bowl endorsement. Pepsi nasty. Stop making that. Yeah, I agree. I don't want your money, Pepsi. Yeah. And so after the game, he just, you know, was stalking the hallway, waiting for what? us to come out. 
Uh, well, I, I was about to say, I, I, I was a scared for you when you was wandering the halls. When you were yeah, following them through the halls, I was like, this sounds like a like out of a Netflix documentary <laughs> right now. So. <laughs> well, then, you know, so he offers to fax our team food order. And of course, I'm looking at him like, do you even know how to work a fax machine? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. So anyways, I'm like, sure, go ahead. Uh, yeah. And then he gives me his business card and I email him and, you know, um, we dated for a little bit, didn't for a lot of it. And we were best friends for a really long time. And then when I moved back to Texas, um, yeah, we became more than friends. And he finally got me that Diet Coke along with this ring. So it was clutch. There it is. That said, it was like a Diet Coke shirt. And, you know, the yeah. future Mr. Burton, will you marry me? And the Coke bottle, you know. So he so, finally so, got me the Diet Coke. So I want to know this. When, when he handed you that business card. Did you know what time it was? That's what I want. That's what everybody around here want to know is, did you know what time it was when that card was given? Yeah, I mean, of course, you know. It's okay. You know, That's a, that means that the, the, the journey was well worth it because he had sold yeah. himself and he needed yeah. a few extra minutes. So he took you to the next building. He did what he had to do. But yeah, when right. the card no. was exchanged, it was on the pilot. He didn't tell us about the whole stalking part. He just he didn't tell he, us that. He, he left, left that out. out. That was no mission. So y'all make so, sure y'all go yeah, watch an episode. Right, so we just casually ran into each other in the hallway again. <laughs> nah, he said he said he was thirsty. He said he he <laughs> said he, he said he was going. He went above and beyond to get that that, that diet Pepsi. He, <laughs> he knew he knew. See see, you didn't know what time it was until you got that business card. But he he knew what time it was when he saw when he saw you walking down at all. He said, "Excuse me." Is this <laughs> what you need? What you need right now? I'm gonna go get that. So yeah. that was that was an easy answer for him. Now, right, so now, Miss no, no, Nikki Mary, can you be quiet? Be down. I got this. My bad. Do your thing. I'm excited. This is a, this is a you got next special, Kevin. I'm sorry. Listen, everybody watching this show, our fan of the show, they know that you're the mouth of the South. But damn it, be quiet. It's my turn. I got it. I'm quiet. Well, why are you still talking? All right, Nikki. So tell us about you and your husband and how y'all met. Um, and old school in a sense. Uh, right back like 12 years ago when it was just Match.com and eHarmony, we met on eHarmony. Now, you, it, 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 I, I'm surprised that that's the way. I mean, because let's just be real. You got a smile that sunk a thousand chips. So, I mean, I mean, say it, what was going on with the rest of the fellas that was living in the same area? Yeah. In the wrong let, area. Let me tell you, I was living in North Hollywood, Studio City, and it was, uh, you know, trust me, I had like a date every other weekend. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay. Okay. That was never the problem, but it was like, hi, I'm such and such. I am a actor slash personal trainer. Hi, right. I'm such an actor slash, you know, waiter. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, can I just like date somebody normal, please? That's not yep. in the industry, you know? And so it was just, it was a lot of figuring out what I really wanted and what I'm about. And I was, I was just done. I was so done with like, same story, different dude, different diet onto it and then one of my best friends actually I went to college with and played softball with um, she had brought her date to this wedding that we all went to and she met him on eHarmony and I'm like what you're like gorgeous like I thought that was for like people who couldn't get a date you know and she was like yeah I don't know I mean it was just hard 
you know, just meeting somebody randomly. And she's like, the profiles are insane. Like they're super in depth. She's like, whatever. If anything, sign up for it to help you get over your ex, blah, blah, whatever. Literally signed up for my membership. Took me the whole flight from JFK to LAX to sign up my profile. And I was so overdue. I was like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Whatever. <laughs> so your your oh, profile girl. had a little sass and everything, huh? You had yes. a little neck pop in the, in, in the, in the yes. description. Yes. Okay. I was so overdating. I was like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Whatever. And I literally met him like two weeks later. I was like, oh, damn. He's so different. I mean, he was from one- completely <laughs> <laughs> like opposite than every guy I had ever dated before. And I was like, wow, I was really missing the mark on that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you, both of y'all are missing the mark on some some wonderful uh, money right now because you need to be hollering at Diet Coke. They need to be paying for that story to be publicized. And eHarmony definitely need to have you in some commercials. I'm trying to tell you, everybody be around this thing drinking Diet Coke on eHarmony. I know, I know. I was like, look, just celebrated our 10-year anniversary a couple months ago. Congratulations. Congratulations. There's like eHarmony, man. They know what they're doing. All right, go ahead and take us out of here, man. Oh, man. It's, it's over already. All right, well, we got to talk. The title of the show is You Got Next. So we got to talk about the future. We'll, we'll start with UC Riverside. We're going to talk a little X's and O's now. If I, if, I, if I get online and I'm watching the UC Riverside game, what, what am I going to expect? What does the future I mean, hold? We are a gritty, crazy, energetic, relentless team. We fight. Every single person on this roster has got a chip on their shoulder. You know, we, they, we've all come from something. Um, we're all trying to add to this program and make it better than how we, than how we found it, you know, and leave a legacy behind. And so you're going to find some energy, some grit, some fight, all of that. All right. In, in Fossil Ridge, it's time when the season starts. What we got? What do we have to look forward to? Yeah, we talked about it today. We got five seniors on our squad. It's a lot. We got a lot of experience, a lot, a lot of talent. Um, yeah, we'll see everybody at state. That's what we'll be this year. Ooh, she already told y'all, everybody in division. Right y'all now. better look out. Ke- Kevin, you want to you do something? This is impromptu. You want to do a one round, want to take all you championship round. One round, want to take all. You sure? Scared. No, 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 because it's gonna be it's gonna be the legacy one. We can do the legacy one. No, but B Jones, we 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 promise a certain amount of time. Look at the time we're at now. They they have no kids. All right. All right. (laughs) right. Okay, well, go ahead, go for it, B Jones. All right. Well, I'll go first since since I won the last episode. Now, this is a game we call championship rounds. This is what Kevin and I we go against each other. Y'all are calling the shots. So it's our version of would you rather, okay? So both Kevin and I will present to you an option. We're only going to do one round. Normally we do three rounds, and today's topic is going to be legacy. We always ask this question, and we get crazy answers every single time. So I'll go first. Would you rather go forward three generations and look back and see the legacy that you left on this earth, or go back in the past and meet your ancestors to see where you came from? Future. Future. Oh. Oh. Ah. This is why they wanted to do it. I knew it was going to lose for some reason. That's why they wanted to do it. <laughs> In the belt. One day. That's, that's that OT. That's how you win it, Kevin. Oh, my goodness. Hey, off the cuff, took the championship back. Thank you, ladies. Thank y'all. 
Thank y'all. I'm about to get off here and drink me a Diet Coke, man. Lord knows I need it. All right. All right, Kevin. I'll let you have it, man. Yeah, leave me alone. All right. So, uh, do y'all have any shout outs y'all want to give? Oh, man. Can I just shout out? Speaking of amazing husbands, man, he made all of this happen. Me going from, you know, club to coaching Juco and not making damn near nothing to being like, I got it. You pursuing your dreams. And, you know, here I am now as a division one head coach. And I'm just so blessed. He's amazing. He's like full time dad and full time job. Jerron Cannon, you're a real one. Jerron Cannon. <laughs> We appreciate you, sir. We do. We do. Yeah. I mean, kind of feeding off of that, my husband is, he's my ride or die outside of twin. (laughs) 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 But um, yeah, I mean, you know, so blessed that we have these parallel lives of college coaching to what we're doing now. We get to not only be married to each other and raise three beautiful little girls, but we get to work together and build a company that's going to change youth. And um, speaking of youth, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and I just super blessed that he supports me and everything. And, you know, when it came down to it, like he was willing to get out of college coaching so that he could be present and be with our family and uh, with our daughter with who has special needs. And so, yeah. Daddy of the year, husband of the year, every day. Now, I, I've awesome. seen some pictures of uh, your husband, Nikki, on uh, Instagram. But, Natalie, whenever I see you and Brian together, I swear, his smile is, like, up to here. <laughs> that man, he, he loves you to death. Now, Nikki, I know yours does, too, but I'm just saying, we yeah. we got history with Brian. Uh, he yeah. Me hard. Yeah, he does. He does. And he is not afraid to show it. So, I'm not, like, the mushy, like, physical and public type and he definitely is so he brings me out of that <laughs> comfort zone but yeah he's he's obsessed and he's proud of it and i appreciate all right, that all right so so normally i go to this whole spiel on who we want to bring on next so i just want you two to just nominate somebody that you want to see next on our show so we should have two different ones two different ones. oh two different ones yes oh well i would say first off Ashley Preston, she's one of my mentors. She hired me at Cal State Fullerton, gave me my first Division One assistant, you know, experience and opportunity. She actually is, she's at University of New Orleans. When y'all talk about New Orleans. UNO, okay. She's a head coach at UNO, and she's just a phenomenal um, black woman who has empowered me so much and has really taught me so much about the importance of just, you know, representation in the sport. Um, and... Yeah, she's a phenomenal human being. She would be great. And she's fun. She's a good time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, if I had to pick somebody, so I'm going to actually say Nikki's assistant, Ariel Edwards, who is also a former player of mine. So played for me at Midwestern State for a couple of years, worked for our club, uh, took our team to nationals to a second place finish. Um, was in Texas coaching at a high school and basically told her like, you got to get out and go to Cali and work for Nikki, get your D one college coaching game started. And she is going to be next. Like she is, she is a real deal. She is so gifted, uh, and connecting with young women. She's such a gifted player. I mean, she could have played at 
really anywhere. I mean, the fact that she was at Midwestern was blew my mind, but I mean, such an amazing human. And she definitely is a rising star when it comes to uh, minority women coming up in this game as coaches. All right. So we got Ariel, Ariel. And Ashley, you are on the clock. Before we sign off of this thing, I, I know there's somebody that want to get plugged in with y'all. We would, be, I would be remiss if I didn't ask. Can y'all give us y'all IG handles or Twitter handles or any way somebody can get in contact with you, ladies? Yes, of course. Mine's just ni underscore cannon. Keep it simple. Hit me up on that. Oh, she uh, got to find it. <laughs> I know, isn't that terrible? Oh, I'm the same way. Kevin oh, texted okay. me and said, man, this, this is your ID. <laughs> uh, so mine is coach underscore Natty B. Alright, alright, well y'all go follow him Y'all show him some love Keep Because this journey is going to be crazy I can't wait to get locked in and see Y'all teams play this upcoming year But Natalie, Nikki The Yin Yang Twins Y'all got next Y'all are so impressive, we so excited to have Y'all as part of our family And we going to keep the tradition going We're going to keep this thing going, we got some some new people That y'all recommended, it sounds like they're kind of family too So we're going we gonna to keep they rocking are, and rolling In sports, life, talk Nation Hoo-wee. I'm telling y'all This thing is serious man. We ain't playing with y'all We ten toes down And our noses are pointed up And we just need y'all one more time To show us some love Show us show us some favor right now Share this episode I know it's somebody in mind There's some kids out there Somebody that want to be a volleyball coach I, I don't know it, it, This message is for a lot of different people Please share this episode And don't forget to smash that subscribe button if you do smash that subscribe button you get to come hang out with kevin and i every wednesday night we go live at eight o'clock p.m central standard time we stream on youtube and if you smash the subscribe button you get notified you just come and be a part of the family right we got a live show it's the is the people in the comments roasting kevin on his horrible takes about the dallas cowboys and all of that foolishness so we be a part of this and we would love to see you and we're giving out some free swag in order for you to get some free merch all you got to do is go to our ig page at sports life talk kevin i don't know how we don't have it on the screen but at sports life talk on ig tag five friends in let us know your size and what colors you want we're gonna shoot you over that that you see riverside blue white and, 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 and gold or we might send you the black and white rise up version uprise version. it don't matter whatever you want just shout shout it out and we're gonna send it to you because we showing mad love 2022 has been a blessing and we want to be a blessing kevin i don't know man what am i forgetting sir I should have talked to Brian before the show and let him know that, hey, you got to let them know that I'm the one that's been doing all the talking to them and then they get on championship rounds and they just let me down. But no, do I need to pull the belt out? Do I need to remind you? No, 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 no. I've seen enough of your belt. But hey, <laughs> thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us. This has been one heck yes. of a show. The energy, like you said, the yin and the yang. This is perfect. It's just like B. Jones and I. He's the yin. He's the, I'm the yang. Blase, blase. <laughs> yes. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us. We really appreciate it. And shout out to Brian, man. Yeah, yang in this thing. Yeah, yang in this thing. All right, Sports Life Talk Nation. We love y'all. Y'all stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better and keep dreaming big young ladies because you never know your story may be the next one featured on sports life talks you got next yeet get low get low that's what you need to be a librea don't you gotta get low <laughs> it's libero okay yeah. libero yeah <laughs> <laughs> She was craziest. I knew you had next, cause you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag.
because you're always working like in due time i just i knew you got next you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk got the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rinse repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, just a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Life talking it.